The following is a Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to the Power Cap Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. It's the Power Cap Podcast. And now, let's go to the Spirit Street Studios. Here's your host, Go Power Cat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the first ever edition of the standalone Power Cat Podcast Overtime. Bang! So some of the bells and whistles are back. Some of the fun stuff's back. But I pledge this to you if you're a long-time podcast listener and you remember the vodka round or whatever it was yes I will not put someone eating potato chips in the background for extended periods of time that was when Fitz was at his wits end with doing the overtime that's when I stopped listening to the podcast you have no idea how long I've wanted to be on the podcast that puts all the sound in (laughs) Oh, I loved that. I loved it. <laughs> I and I have told this story before. One time, the overtime was so good, like our our information was so good, and we had so many things in there. The questions were awesome. I spent eight hours doing sound because sometimes you got to download the sound, and or you got to go to YouTube and find the right thing, and you download that, and then you got cut it, and you, it was like this is ridiculous. This just became a full day's work for. You know, really. A free podcast. <laughs> a free podcast that, uh, you know, honestly, half the people stop listening when the overtime starts. But why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? So now we just took those two segments that everyone loves, put them separately. They're up on the website. Listen, we've got a new sound podcast. We'll have uh, the insiders, which I announced on the board, if that we're going to have uh, four of us in here on Mondays to do that. We're adding a podcast basically every day. Pre-game and post-game, too. No Sundays. Basically, five or six a day. Like, yeah, we're the Chick-fil-A podcast. If you want a podcast every day but Sunday and to be filled with the Christian spirit, we're your guys. And Jackson will be joining us. Can we get him (laughs) on a power chat? That joke's only funny to those that frequent the Chick-fil-A here. Listens to the podcast. <laughs> Hello, Jackson's looking kind of jacked. Not gonna lie. Okay, so the well, other he definitely day, doesn't go to school. So like <laughs> the other day, I go through Chick Fil A noontime, and they've got the attendance outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want efficiency, I feel, I feel so bad for them. By the way, that when it's really hot, so hot. There. But they're out there in their little orange vest Safety or vest. yellow vest, yeah, uh, playing in traffic, and Jackson's out there, and I'm like. Holy crap, kid! Are you like it? Look, it's like he's soccer player or something. Was just, that upper body? Oh, I have noticed the upper body. It's like he was wearing jeans, and they were just like, or they weren't jeans. They were the khakis. Khakis, and they're just like they don't wear jeans. At wow, I know that wouldn't be Christian. Jackson, if you listen to the podcast, could you please bring me some mac and cheese? Because <laughs> I tried that yesterday, and it was divine. Oh, by the way, we're brought to you by the fridge, not Chick Fil A. And this is funny because we used to always talk about Chick-fil-A on the overtime slash vodka round. And now here we are talking about Chick-fil-A. But uh, we're sponsored by The Fridge, which is the Chick-fil-A of liquor stores. Yeah, except they would actually sell me items on Sunday. Oh. So they take a little Reduced hours, though. Reduced hours. Nobody should be going buying booze before church is over on a Sunday. (laughs) Valid. Valid, but at nine o'clock on a Sunday, if I'm thirsty, I'd like to be able to get a six pack. That's fair. From go to Walmart then. Fridge. <laughs> Crazy Kansas liquor laws have like joined the twentieth century. How long do you think it'll be before you can go buy liquor at Walmart? Kansas is resisting that. Are they? Yeah, because we have a culture. So many small businesses I are, are liquor stores. If you go to any small town, you'll have a bar and a liquor store someplace, and you'll be. I mean, there, there's so many votes out there that 
won't put their local liquor stores out of business because the IGA will have liquor and people will just go get it while they're at the IGA or whatever your local grocery store is uh, in your small town. And then, boom, a local business is gone. I kind of support it. I heard a great suggestion that they just make it, this is how many liquor licenses your town has. If IGA wants to sell liquor, they have to go to your liquor store and make them an offer for their liquor license that they can't refuse. You're not out of business. You sold your liquor license for six figures. If it's that important to them. Yeah. Yeah. But the fridge always sells liquor. So you can always go buy it. They're never going out of business. If you grocery stores, you want to sell liquor, I'm still going to the fridge because they know what their products are. Also, it's closer to me than Walmart. <laughs> That's one closer to me. Somehow, I live three blocks from Dylan's, and the fridge is the same length, same distance, basically. Yeah, I just it's not worth stopping at Dylan's when it's I. It's a to rough go. left turn, though. I go another half block. It sucks. It is a tough left it's turn. The worst. Bra- Browning onto Claflin. Oh, sorry, I thought we were talking about a different one. Right? Yeah. Browning onto yeah. Claflin is is so dangerous. Yeah, but you're right. So it's like the the frogger of dr- traffic in this town. You got to get across. You got cars coming down the hill from the east going fast. It's 30 miles an hour, but it's 30, yeah. People treat it like it's 40. You've got cars coming over that hill from the west going 45 sometimes and they just pop over the hill and they are on top of you. Like you can start your turn, they're not there and then they're like honking at you. Even if you accelerate because they're coming so fast. It's almost worth going right. And then and then people are coming out of Redina's. Oh, yeah. I just want my coffee. So you got that added, and that was an added wrinkle where people come out of Redina's, uh, and they're not signaling. They're just plunging into traffic. That's a nightmare. I'm going to die. That's where I'm going to die. One day, I was turning left from the fridge to get to Browning, so you got to do the little jog on Claflin. Yeah. Uh, and I pulled in front of a car that was – and I, I don't – I can't see uh, depth as well, but certainly moving depth doesn't work as well for me anymore. And I really pulled in front of someone really bad. And I turned, because then you got to immediately turn right. It was friction. I didn't know it. Warning The following show features stunts performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. Accordingly, MTV and the producers must insist that no one attempt to recreate or reenact any stunt or activity performed on this show. You guys, hey, did you pull in front of me on purpose? <laughs> No. Oh, no. Yeah, it was rigid. Here's your questions from Wildbass Station. Welcome to the overtime. That's pretty much par for the course. From KM Wildcat. This is a new one, right? KM Wildcat? KM Wildcat? I don't think I've said that before. I don't think you have, but we've been doing the podcast for a while. (laughs) Any word on which uniform tweaks we may see this year? Running compression capris. I mean, nothing official. The jerseys will be the same. For the most part, the jerseys will be the same. I am still putting all my hopes and dreams into the all-white uniforms for one game. I think, I think the white helmet would be. Would a white helmet be easier? Or would white pants be easier to get in? I feel like the white helmet would be um, easier. Depends what you're doing to the pants, because white pants from Nike are pretty readily. Available. Yeah. If you, I mean, if they've got the. Power cat on them, or if it's just if it's just stripes, I don't know. I or, think it'd be easy. Well, you'd have to get ordering that many on. white helmets would be, but it's Nike tougher. Yeah. I'd I'd love it. I would love it so. Well, much. they come as blanks, and then the equipment right room right. adds all the stuff. But they don't have white helmets. They, I mean, they'd have to get white helmets, would they not? Yeah, they've had them in the past because the camo. Oh yeah, the, the camo on them. That's right. I mean, if you want to get technical, they added a patch. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say the they did. Patch. They did add a patch. Are they no. wearing it the whole season? Yeah. Okay. I mean, what, unless, what patch they the one hundred fiftieth anniversary oh, of college for, football? Yeah. For everyone's wearing it. Yeah. Let's not talk about the first hundred years. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. From KSU and LFK, what are your honest thoughts on the "Win the Dang Day" slogan? <sighs> I love parodying it. Like, if you start up a K State podcast. Calling it the dang podcast would be pretty good. Yeah, it would be. I'm starting to dislike it, not because of Chris Kleiman, but because of how much K-State's pushing it. You win that dang day. I enjoyed it at the start. I thought it was a heck of a heck of a way to get them to come around on Kleiman. You win that dang day. 
Okay. Okay. Now I'm mad at myself because that was one of the climbing questions I didn't get to. Do you regret saying ding? Do you, you know? Yeah. So if you've watched the Power Chats, we've had Chris Klein and Eric Stone Street on, and it's an hour back and forth, and really it's just a kind of – it's not like I just read questions and they answer. Right. We have a conversation. You win that dang day. So I meant to ask him about win the dang day. You win that dang day. Is that something really you say, or did you just like, oh, I'm, I'm being videoed for social media? I probably better say dang than damn or anything yeah. worse. You win that dang day. And – I just feel like Chris Kleiman's like, oh, dang it. Yeah. It's like his Taco Bell. Coach <laughs> Snyder gets so mad when he asks me, I don't go there all the time. Quit asking about it. You win that dang day. I feel like Chris Kleiman's like, oh, man, they use dang again. I think, I think it would have been good to market like they did in December, get people excited. But when they started to sell tickets and they had – you know, the video in Dylan's where they're checking out and the lady beats the guy and she's like, win the dang day. That's the best one. though. It's the best one, but it's still not funny. You win that dang day. It's still overkill. And when they get rolled by Oklahoma this year. You win that dang day. Or whoever they oh, lose. Oh, yeah, it's going to be thrown game. back. Yeah. yeah. And so I just feel like maybe K-State should chill with it. You win that dang day. It's not, it, it ran well, its course. I think it's going to just be the one-year thing. It's on the tickets, and then... It's like the Royals, how they always have a slogan every right. year. But the Royals knocked it out of the park one year, and then they were like, all right, how can we just slightly... Because t- it started with, like, old there were, Royals. No, there were bad ones before the the good ones. But like My 14. favorite Royals one is it, you've got a hit on your hands, and I would add an S to hit. Because that was much more accurate for the Royals then. It's like it was like always royal, forever royal, true blue. Well, get creative, damn we it. We remember those few good seasons. <laughs> Once we won a World Series, believe so, the T-shirts have holes in them. Go if, Royals. If when the dang day continues to be pushed, I'll start to get annoyed. You win that dang day. If it lasts more than one season, yeah, yeah, bad. From Wagcat, are locker room interviews not a thing in college? I know Snyder would never allow it, but do others? And if so, do you think you'll have access to the athletes, at least in veneer, after the games? We've had them at bowl games. They were at the FCS National Championship. That was yeah, they're at, they're at bowl games, they typically are. That was disturbing. It was weird. I don't like them. People are hanging dong all over the place. They're weird. Let's, let's be honest. We're amongst friends here and 12 people listening to the Overtime Podcast. The locker room smells like ass. It smells worse than ass. I stink, literally. So what is the problem, you would say? Go and take the shower. It is disturbingly... Like, I'm, if you're an athlete or coach, you probably get nose blind to it because right. you're used yeah. to it. It took me back to high school when I walked in. I was like, oh, yes, this was a thing. <laughs> but so much worse because there's so many more guys. Yeah. It's just... Uh, and And look... It's just not good. There's too many female reporters now. Um, it's and and that's not because it's un, just <laughs> uncomfortable pre- for them. It's uncomfortable for the peak guys too. I mean, guys don't be tip, your normal guy doesn't want to just walk around naked in front of a female. Yeah, it, and like they do, they give it to us in the NCAA tournament and the Big Twelve tournament, and you think it's great because you get to talk to however many players you want. But also, you're never going to be stacked up perfectly to a point where you're not getting congested. Sometimes Skylar Thompson and Dalton Schoen are going to be next to each other, and then you're going to have a walk-on that gets trapped because you're trying to talk to Jordan Brown, and yeah. like it's just a mess. I appreciate having full access to whoever I want to talk to, but I feel like at some point the locker room is kind of like, hey, that's your... Now, pre-game, if they did pre-game like NBA, and the NBA, NBA does MLB does that. That'd be fine. I, that's fine. That's great for beat rewrites. Yeah. If they're writing a feature, they go in the pregame, talk to them real quick, and get out. They have like a window there where you can go in, and guys try to cut down on their, you know, well, the franchise wants you to cut down on your nonsense during, uh, let's rein it in here, no slap dickery. Yeah. That's, see, that's not a bad word because I put an ury on it. Um, yeah, I'm not for it. 
I don't want to see your, you know what. Dong. Also from Wagcat, what is a band and or actress or actor that everyone seems to love, but you just can't get on board? Never been a fan of Little Big Town. We went to a concert after my freshman year of college. It was like a day after I finished, and it was Luke Bryan and uh, somebody else. I'm blanking on, on who the other guy singer was and Little Big Town. And I straight up, like, I did not want to be there for Little Big Town. It was miserable. If you know me, you know two things about my musical taste. Well, three things. I love Michael Buble. I, I enjoy country music. And I am a fan of the pop female pink Katy Perry, right? Two of those genres are covered by Taylor Swift. She was country, and then she became the pop female Hater. Once in a while I hear a song, it's okay. Yeah. But my home run hit on I Can't Get Aboard With, I've never seen him in concert. I passed up listening to him acoustic in Vegas, and I sure as hell don't like his new stuff, Garth Brooks. We'll turn that bottle up and drink it, crank that jukebox up and hang it, bartend for another round. Oh, piss off. See? Piss off. There. That's what you wanted, Wagcat. You wanted that. You wanted me to expose my soul. I, oh, this is not, this is not good. I'll go with actress Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, well, that just sounds lovely. You mean I don't do an interview where I say something that I shouldn't say and that I regret? Oh, that's a good one. That's actually really good. But she was in the Hunger Games. Not that hot. Not that hot. Not that funny. No. Just weird. Yeah. Just overrated across the board. I'm trying to think of actors. On the flip side, do you have someone you like that everyone else hates? That Luke used to be Brian. Mine's Kane Brown. Dude. You uh, really like him? I actually, I don't mind his music. Yeah, Kane Brown, country. I like his music if they would specify it's not country music. Like Old Dominion now? Sure. They try to play it off like he's a country singer, and he's not. Half he literally has a song with Marshmallow. So? He's not a country singer. Riley, I, I am completely with you on Kanye Brown. Kanye Brown. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From KSU number one, if you could be a part of the K-State marching band for one game as an honorary band member, what instrument position would you choose? This is a hard question. I like how he called it an instrument position. <laughs> like, like, like it's a football team. We're trying to call it a sport. <laughs> Well, first, let's establish this. I have no musical talent, so I really don't have any point of reference, right? You know, I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, what could I possibly play? Cymbals, bass drum. Well, I mean, the easiest, easiest answer is the drum. I mean, the bass drum, so you no, can do the, the wall easiest answer. The easiest answer is the cymbals. Right. Well, if you yeah. want an easy instrument, but I'm talking, you get to do the Wabash thing when you're the the bass drummers guys, Is it like the turning. Yeah, I mean everybody does the turn. Well, maybe I'm even just... the tubas. Even the tubas. What am I saying? Tubas. Tubas are the ones that do the tubas Wabash. Yeah. yeah. saying tubas well the, that's and, the, and the bass drums do this and you guys can't see, see me but they're i anything that involves walking and chewing gum type things playing an instrument and bobbing or turning or even marching would probably be an epic disaster for me i'm kind of torn because i played trumpet in high school the year i did band you did two music credits. It was easier to do vocal and band in one year and get your two rather than two years of vocal. So did the band. Did trumpet. It's light, easy to carry, and pretty simple to learn. There's three keys. There's a little bit more to it, but there's three keys all you got to learn. So that would be the easier one. But I feel like musically that's completely incorrect. Well, from 
playing the instrument, I feel like playing a brass instrument's harder on your lips and mouth. Yeah, I don't mean airflow it. than a woodwind. I'd pick a woodwind if I had to be good. Like yeah, I played but, clarinet. Yeah, Parker played clarinet. I made fun of him a lot for it. it always seemed like a woodwind oh, instrument to me. I have to tell but, I, that Parker. But the drums, oh. the drums that are strapped to your chest. The four, the four sets it, of drums. Isn't it five? It's four. It's oh. four. Yeah. Okay. Those are those are yeah. badass. Yeah, that's what I'd pick. Although I know someone that did that. I was, he was on my floor freshman year. He says a lot of work, like it looks physically like and. Oh, musically. I imagine they've got to be a little bit heavy, and I, I mean, you're you're drumming, standing up. It's got to be hard on your yeah. back, even though they try to support it. I don't know. How about the piccolo? That's oh, lightweight. No. <laughs> if you mess up, nobody's gonna hear you. No, you definitely, you definitely know. But I wouldn't your, know. Your fellow Maybe. piccolo players will judge you, Riley. That's fair. It's a good way to get kicked out. I'm only there for one for one game, though. If I screw up, they can't be mad at me. I'd probably pick the cello, which is really hard to march with. <laughs> What's that guy carrying a cello for? He's, he's How would you carry it? Would you carry it upside down and like kind of like put it on your shoulder? I feel like you need to have the little like pointy thing squat. at the bottom on a, a scooter of some sort. I feel like you, you know, have to back squat it, you know, and then play it back like. Oh, you mean how would you play it? Yeah, how would you play it? Yeah. Oh, well, you'd how stick would you march the, and move? You'd stick. You wouldn't. You would just wouldn't. The cellist just wouldn't move. Okay. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Sorry, I screwed up the emaw by falling over on the thirty. <laughs> <laughs> From KM Wildcat, if Bill Snyder had left at his peak to a blue blood program like, say, in Alabama, would he have been more or less successful? Less, more. He can't. He could not. He came close to going to UCLA early in his career. I think it was ninety three, ninety five, some ninety five. It was. It was at a Holiday Bowl when he kind of broke down and apparently changed his mind. And uh, somewhere in there, I don't think the stuff he was doing back then in terms of blocking the media, being so closed up. Would have worked. It's all over college football now. Everyone comes, you know, said, "Oh, it's Casey doing." Everyone does it now. But back then, no man. Beat writers went to practice, and you got to talk to whomever you wanted to, and you got an injury report and all that stuff. I, I just don't see in a major market or a major football program market would have worked. It would have worked in this era, but not in the era in which you're referencing when he was hot, upcoming. Breaking through, you know, post-98 maybe, it still was, and, and let alone the junior college recruiting, which was still taboo until after 98. But we've established that Coach was different early on. You guys would go in on Sundays and and talk with him then and, and oh, do things like that. You, and, you Bradley, you're, you don't have the context of the, the when he came in 89 and established all these rules. It was a national story. It was like, what is he doing? You can't do that. And people still held him as, you know, he's a jerk. He's, you know, impossible to get along with just because the media couldn't get the kind of access they had in the past. That was really the context of people thinking Bill Snyder was an ass, was that. The media wasn't able to get in. And when I would tell national media, actually, he's pretty good to work with. If if you know the rules and you follow them, it's it's fine. You can get information. I, I don't think it would have worked. I just don't think... He could have gone into uh, a more established program that had their ways set and found such a pliable fan base that would accept what he did in Manhattan. I, I think it would have been really difficult. I would have loved to seen him coach that highest level of player. But we also know that when he got some of those players at Kansas State, it didn't work too well with him. He, can, he can't deal with guys that think they're there, even if they're there. He can't deal with that. He just... You've got to keep working. I feel like he could have changed as a coach. Could have. Potentially would have. You change your environment. You're not. You're you're no longer the guy that brought it up. You you think Bill Snyder would change? Think, I think, think about that. Sentence. I think if in the first five years of his career, he goes somewhere where they have an established football program, and he's not held to you know what he is here. 
in those first five years. I think he could have been different. I think he would have been like Charlie Strong at Texas. That's a that's a pretty good analogy. Charlie's not nearly as good a coach, but yeah, Charlie went in and tried to clean house, and it just wreaked havoc with the fan base. What's he doing? Nobody would give him time to get it going. Maybe I don't know. And now uh, Tom Herman's inherited a much more fit program because Charlie cut the fat out. From MathCat. Top three non-conference teams you would like to see scheduled and or top three stadiums you would like to cover a game in. I appreciate, first of all, for Riley's sake, I appreciate MathCat not asking math-based questions on the podcast. That's real nice of you. I appreciate it. Top three non-conference opponents we'd like to see. Right. Okay. I feel like the— There's two ways to go with this. Like, like don't just go with the traditional Big 12. Nebraska, Colorado, Texas A&M. Missouri. Yeah, there's, there's, you can go with, man, I want to see him take on Alabama. I want to see him take on, uh, you know, that's, I get that. Uh, let's, so let's do it this way. Let's do that. What three uh, name opponents would you like to see K State play? And what three realistic opponents would you like to see K State play? Name opponents I'd like to see him play Michigan because I hate Jim Harbaugh. Uh, that's one of mine. I'd like to see him play Clemson because I kind of think Clemson's cool. I don't know. Preventables. Bring him back. And how about we go with Penn State? Wow, that was one of my near selections. We're pretty close on that because Penn State would have been in my top five. Here's my three I ended up going with. I would love him to see... Love to see them play Michigan, like you said, LSU, and Florida State. And that the fifth one with along with Penn State was Florida. But why that, LSU? The thought of K State fans partying in Louisiana <laughs> would be fun. Was just just the visual of it, and I think the way uh, K State fans kind of get after it at bowls and on the road. Uh, would be fun to see them in the New Orleans Baton Rouge environment. Zach, USC, Virginia Tech, and man, you just want to go with Minnesota, so you can almost cover all the regions of the country. Yeah, where else do we need to go? <laughs> At North Dakota State. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, a game in the Fargo Dome, Fargo Dome would kind of be dope. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've done the USC thing. It was fun. And UCLA was fun, too. I mean, yeah, either of them. Doing the pregame radio show on Pasadena was awesome. Uh, okay. Throwing, now, throwing Cal to to go to all four schools in like 20 years or something. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, three realistic teams that you would like to play, Riley. Nebraska. I do want I know I make kind of made fun of it. I want them to play Nebraska again. Nebraska needs to get over itself. I think they could play uh Arizona State because when I was down there or when we were down there for the bowl and I ventured on over into Tempe. That I'm surprised was surprised you ever came back. That was pretty fun, I'm not going to lie. Um and for the third one, I'll go ahead and say Purdue. It feels it feels like a game I want to be at, and I don't know why. <laughs> I have no explanation for why. That is an interesting pick. I would not pick Purdue. I'd pick Northwestern. Okay, yeah, I like yeah. that Northwestern as well. Chicago greater than Indianapolis. Well, Purdue's well, I know they're not. Yet. I know, but it's like twenty minutes, isn't it? I don't know. No, it's not. I have no, no. idea. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, track that. Yeah, I just think a K State Northwestern thing would be fun. You know, particularly, uh, you know, I, back in the day when you played games in Arrowhead, I thought Soldier Field and Arrowhead would be fun, but no, so, just play on the campuses. Um, Central Florida. I was just thinking. I, I'm Central so Florida. over Central Florida. That's why I want it, want it to happen. That's exactly why I want it to happen. I just want people to ignore them and they'll go away. And my third guess, I want you to put your heads together and figure out who my third guess would be. You know the Tulane. You. Thank you. They do <laughs> have Tulane coming Tulane. up. They've got Tulane coming up. Fair. That was too easy. And UNLV. 
Because they're going to start playing in the Raiders stadium, which I think is weird. Cause, yeah. Because they had such a badass idea for their own stadium. It was amazing. They were going to put a 100-yard video screen behind the student section. Uh, that, that's excessive. It's Vegas. Of course it is. <laughs> Those fountains aren't big enough. They should dance. Zach? Go Iowa, and then one of the Pacific Northwest schools. Like Oregon know. State? Oregon, Oregon State. Pick Oregon State. I heard Kirk Washington, is better. Washington State. Any of those four. Then I was, I was literally thinking Central Florida because they canceled that return game after the 2010 game. That's right. I'd like to go to that stadium. I know that it doesn't bounce like it did when it opened. <laughs> what 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 you pick? I missed it. Oh. Iowa, UCF, and then Pacific Northwest. So you you are UCF too? Yeah. Just and that's that goes into the stadium thing. I'd want to go to that. Stadium. I was a good choice. I was a really good choice actually. Yeah. Look, the last three times we've ventured into the state of Iowa for a game, we haven't returned on time. And frankly, I'm I'm over it. I'm over the state. I don't want to go back. Well, you play them in the non-conference in September when it's not. When the state isn't covered in ice. I'm not convinced it's not, though. That it's flooded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not convinced it's not that cold in Iowa in uh, September. You might be right. No, there, nobody, there'd be no way of knowing. Nobody will discuss it. <laughs> there's no there's no information coming out of Iowa. Dark Horse, Wisconsin. Wisconsin would be fun. Yeah. yeah. That's a good choice. That's a good Dark Horse. Was there another part to that question? Yeah. What stadiums Oh, would you want to go see? Oh, wow. Oh, Michigan. Somebody go first here. I mean, the big house, Michigan, definitely on my list. Absolutely. Uh, Uh, (laughs) That was pretty good. I don't know. Florida, Swamp. And and honestly, LSU is much cultural. I can't even think what their stadium's called. Uh, Death Death Valley. Valley? Well, that's not their real name. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Tiger Stadium at Death Valley, I'm pretty oh, sure. Okay. Well, if it's a, if you, there's a possibility of dying, I don't know if I want to go there. Uh, but it's supposed to be just crazy. Yeah, Tiger Stadium. They got to get a better name than that. Like uh, make it Memorial Field. Everybody else's Memorial Field. How about Popeyes Tiger Stadium at Death Valley, sponsored by Citibank? There. No. Fixed. I'll say. <laughs> I want to go to the Carrier Dome. I know it's stupid, but I'd love to go cover a game in the in the Carrier Dome. I kind of would as well. I don't think that'd be one of my picks, but it'd be kind of cool. I mean, it would suck getting to Syracuse, but... <laughs> God. Are you going with your three here? Yeah, I'll go Carrier Dome. What other domes? I like domes. What's... Oh, Minnesota's <laughs> outside now, aren't they? Yeah, they're outside. Yes. That I don't want to do. That would be cold in September. Somehow. So. Are there? I'm, I'm sure there are other domes. Somebody else plays in a dome. Let's look it up. Which college football teams? I don't know. If, UTSA, but we've been there. I love the Illinois You've dome. been there. Because uh, Just because selfish reason, the press box is at mid-level. you got the best view of the field right there. It's the most. Idaho, Syracuse, and UTSA as of 2017. Huh. Well, I guess... I guess uh, Idaho's not even in FBS anymore. They dropped down. Nah, that's too bad. I like potatoes. The Kibbe Dome was fun to play in in NCAA football. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's uh, it's fun to. I would love to play Colorado State, just because it's an easy yeah. game to get to. New stadium, right? There new stadium. Go. It's beautiful. Uh, Fort Collins is awesome. It's a cool new stadium on campus. I mean, they're doing a two-for-one with Tulane. If they do that again, I would love CSU. I'd love to go to Bryant-Denny and play Alabama just because, like, one day I will go to Alabama for a football game because I think it's an amazing environment. And, like, when 80,000 people or whatever are singing Sweet Home Alabama, pretty cool. That's that's really, really cool. So Alabama is definitely on my list. Anytime Uh, 80,000 people sing Leonard Skinner, I'm in. That's my group. Okay. Freebird. Um, all right. 
I don't I don't have a response. You don't you don't know Leonard Skinner's music? No, I do know. I was Leonard. I was yelling Freebird one time in the office and the guys were f- afraid I had fallen and I couldn't get up. Because he was moving things. He was moving items, heavy items. Like Freebird's my Freebird. code word for help. I've fallen and I can't get up. Well, we didn't know you were yelling Freebird. We just knew you were yelling. <laughs> well, I was using the restroom at the time, so it was kind of in the very back of the office. Uh, I'll also throw Ohio State would be really cool to go see, uh-huh. especially the little band movement that they do. The band's pretty awesome. I would request to see the Michael Jackson moonwalk. The do day do I you go. think the band takes requests from the media? That'd be cool. Hey, guys. I don't see why not. Play songs from this artist, but also do his signature move in a picture. <laughs> they did it. on the field. They did it. That was amazing. I still can't figure it out. It makes no sense. It's crazy. And then, like, uh, I almost just want to throw, like, Delaware on there simply so I can check the state of Delaware. It doesn't exist. (laughs) Delaware does not exist. There's no evidence of Delaware. Joe Biden doesn't actually exist. He's he's an illusion. Delaware, because their mascot's the blue hens. Ever seen a blue hen? Right. It oh, doesn't exist. I want to Aliens change it. are real. Not not Delaware. I'm uh, Boise State. I want to see the blue turf. Uh, I hate the yeah. blue turf, but Boise State would be so Alabama, Boise State, and Ohio State. You know, when I was researching conference expansion, everyone's going to add Boise State. I came to find out that Boise State's academics are so bad they're not even rated. I mean, they're kind of in that like the main rating system doesn't even rate them. It's Idaho. What do you expect? I we are a commuter school. I don't know if they're a commuter school. I think they're basically like a glorified junior college that has four years of easy academics. It's and big ducks. Washburn. How are they not the Boise State Ducks? Why would they be the Ducks? Because Ducks land on the field. That's because it's blue. Yeah, I know. And How blue you Broncos you should cooler. But they're not the Blue Broncos. They're just the Broncos. <laughs> they are blue, though. They need to profit off what, of the Ducks. What if we move on? Let's probably move on. Oh, I was going to say oh. Colorado, building off of Colorado State. I'd want to go there. That's coming up. They still have the tarp. That's that's on the non-con. It, I don't think it's a tarp. Wasn't it, though? It's like just a, it says Colorado. Yeah. Baylor was the tarp. I'm thinking back to NCAA, and I can't figure out if it was a tarp. I can, you know what? I'm not sure either. I don't think it's a tarp. A tarp it was just like I think concrete? It's like, well, it looks almost like rubberized track. Like a Whatever track it surface. Is. It's kind of dope. Huh. I don't know. Uh, Whatever. And it smells like weed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From I Like Pickles Cat, this is the last question of overtime. I'll give you quantity over quality this week is what he says. And it's a bunch of kind of just quick ones. Here we go. Favorite Disney movie? Pixar's Disney now, right? Yeah. Up. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Right? Yeah. Did you cry when Dory, what's her name? Dory? Yeah. Got lost? That's Finding Dory. What's d- Nemo gets lost Nemo in the first gets one. Lost. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh my God. It, it explaining it. the name. <laughs> I'm out. Good podcast. Bye. Oh my God. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Favorite superhero movie? Oh, uh, they don't do superhero movies. Uh, the first Iron Man, it, the first Spider Man with Tobey Maguire. I don't know if it's my favorite, but uh, whatever Batman it was that Heath Ledger was the Joker. Oh, oh duh, Dark yeah. Knight, uh, Dark, Dark Knight. Batman, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> I don't, don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? No, you. You complete me. Yeah, Sorry. Was, How did I forget about that? Was, movies? That was because a great movie. Marvel has taken over, and that's why okay. you only think yeah. about Marvel. Dark Knight. Dark yeah. Knight might be it's a, like the greatest. Great ever. movie. An incredible acting performance. So so incredible he lost himself. It's amazing. 
Favorite comedy movie? Oh, this is so hard. Anchorman. There's so many good options. Yeah, I know. Anchorman's good. I'll go with The Hangover. Loved The Hangover until they did. I love Hangover. I love Hangover 3. Hangover 2 is a joke. Because it all happened again? It's literally the exact same plot except, oh, we're going to not do it in Las Vegas. That was the point. It's dumb. That was the point. This will never happen again. And it happened again. Well, yeah, I thought it was a good plot line. I thought it was stupid as hell. I'll go, uh, I really don't have a good one. Horrible Bosses. I like that. <laughs> That's pretty, That's good, pretty good. Uh well my my sneaky one that is like one of my uh uh movies I don't like to talk about that I really like and you guys might not even know what it is because it's so old. Roxanne. The Steve Martin movie. Subtly enjoyably funny. Mm. It's gonna take a lot to unseat hangover in Anchorman. But I'll say this about Anchorman. When I when I'm flipping channels and it's on, I stop. Hangover, I'll watch it a little bit, but Anchorman... There's not enough one-liners in Hangover. Right. Yeah. Because we think in memes now, and GIFs, and the GIFs from Anchorman are epic. I could survive, like, that question, if you could only eat one food, you know, the rest of your life, what would it be? If I could only GIF one genre, it would be Anchorman GIFs. (laughs) I don't know how to put this, but... I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> For the rest of my life. I've actually, w- I want to change my answer. It's Borat. That is my favorite ah, That is, movie. of course, your favorite movie. We knew yeah. that. We yeah. just didn't think of it. My name is Borat. I like you. I like sex. It's nice. Quotes it all the time. No one name of Borat. What was your first album or CD? Uh, Aaron Carter. Ooh. Or, or not. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Carter. Is it I Want a Party or something like that? Uh, now that summed up your life in Beloit. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Uh, Aaron Carter's Aaron's Party Come Get It. 2000. 2000. Okay. How old were you? Four. He's a little bit of old school for that goes a little something like this. <laughs> Hold on, you remember getting an album or a CD? No, I don't it? remember getting it. I remember that was the first CD that like I listened to. Okay, Zach, I'm looking it up. Well, I got to save my answer for last, so we should stall right now. I had Aaron's party come get it in 2000. I had O Aaron in 2001, and another earthquake in 2002. Man, you I was were, a big. You Aaron had Carter the whole. Guy. Catalog of Aaron big Carter. Aaron Carter fan. Whatever happened to Aaron Carter? I don't know. He looks like he got into some drugs. Oh, that's a shocking thing to happen to it. I also had some Elvis CDs because my neighbor was an Elvis fan, and I was like, "I'm impressed." Trying to be friends with him. Oh, just to be friends with him. Like I was friends with him, but like I was trying to be like, "Oh yeah, we're into the same things," and we weren't. <laughs> so, do you like Elvis or not? I mean, yeah, I like Elvis, mm. but like he was a diehard. Like had everything. Do you dress up like Elvis on Halloween? No. You should have. Maybe. I have found my answer. I believe that it was Easter 1999. Six-year-old Zach got Britney Spears' debut album in the Easter basket. Thanks for taking the the pressure off of me with my Aaron Carter answer. Wow. But like that that kind of describes the era though. Yeah. Like I was it was that and then I was getting, you know, in sync and backstreet boys. That bunny hated your ass. Uh, now I have, I don't remember my childhood very much, so I, I can't go back as far as you guys did. Cause it was, you know, prehistoric. I remember when I was really young, having a little, my sister had a little record player and we'd put 45s on. I don't have any clue what they were. The first album I really remember listening to on uh repeat was an Elton John album. And because that was, um, inherited from my. Us older siblings. The first thing I actually remember listening to over and over in my car was a Bob Seger. Wait for it. Eight track. Seems like yesterday. But it was long ago. 
it would get to the end of the first, you know, uh, track and it'd just stop on a little song and please flip click. over. And then you'd go to the next. It was just um, unbelievable the crap we put up with. We had we had phones that had cords on them and you could only go so far. Wow. Uh, the next one is. Are we ready? Move? Yeah. Okay. I thought we were just going to keep talking about how old Fitz is. Yeah. I've fallen and I can't get up. How do you feel about Michelob making the top five selling beers list? <laughs> I, don't, say, I, I don't know. Brooks is making big moves here. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the top does. I wonder if that's like easily accessible because uh, I don't I'd love to see it. It's got, but it's, it's got to be commercial beers, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's got to be like Miller top Light, selling, right? Coors Light, mm, Budweiser. Man, I, I can't find Heineken. That. Maybe I think Heineken was on that list. I think Heineken might be. Quick What's start. another European beer that is popular? I don't know. Stella, but that wouldn't be on the top five. Quick search. I can't find anything, so I'm not going to waste time looking for it. How do I feel about it? Uh, oh wait, is this? Michelob Ultra, Leapfrogs, Miller Lite to become America's third biggest beer brand? Oh, oh so it's wow. Michelob Ultra? Well, that, first of all, that doesn't surprise me. Second of all, that appalls Wait. me. You know how many... Wait, is there a Michelob that isn't That's Ultra? what I was trying to... There's Michelob. There's like Michelob Golden Light. There's Michelob Ultra. Do they not make Michelob? I don't think I thought so. Michelob Ultra was. I've never seen a Michelob. The classic. Yeah, it was an. That I've was an gold. '80s beer right there. You drank. That was like Michelob and Heineken. Man, you were living the life. You're you're not buying whatever the equivalent Natty Light was back then. Hmm. What was the equivalent? Uh, I just know Golden Light and Ultra was the only two. Keystone maybe was the equivalent. How do I feel about it? Meh. Whatever. Well, I, I don't. I, think... I bet you Bud Light beat it. So I'm happy. Why? Well, I, I don't think it should be included on beer. It should be like a a I mean, beer flavored drink. Don't get me wrong. I don't go out of my way to buy Michelob Ultra. My parents have it. It's if I run out of beer, I'll drink it. I have it's disgusting. Found you the, have top, the list. I have the top five. It's well, disgusting. I have the top thirty-one actually. <laughs> Better read them all. Let's go into this list a little bit. Bud Light number one, of course. Uh. Coors Light, number two. That surprised me. It's not Miller Light. Miller Light is number three. Number four is Budweiser. Five, Michelob Ultra. Six, Corona Extra. That's interesting. Seven, Modelo Especial. Eight, Natty Light. Nine. Mo- Modelo's that Modelo high? Modelo is seven. Wow. It is See? the second most popular Mexican beer for American drinkers. Amazing. Uh, Natty Light, eight. Bush Light, nine. Bush... 10, Heineken 11, Keystone Light 12, High Life 13, Stella 14, Bud Ice is 15. Bud Ice is nasty. Oh, my God. So this is straight up beers. This is not just beer brands. No, these are beers. Right, right. I'm saying like Budweiser and Bud Light are not So 15 was Bud Ice. 16 is Natty Ice. 17, Yingling. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's amazing because that's only... A portion yeah. of America. 18. So good. PBR. 19. Blue Moon. And it says all, so Damn. I guess that's all flavors of Blue Moon. I'm, yeah. I'm really shocked Blue Moon's not higher. That's really I, popular. Yeah. I just I agree. I, I like it, but I don't. I'm always going to drink a Boulevard first. Uh, Dos Equis is 20, and I don't know if that includes lager and amber. Probably. But Dos Equis is 20. 21 is Steel Reserve. Never heard of Never it. Never heard of it. Miller Coors is the parent company. Then Banquet, 22. Ice House, 23. I don't know. Ice House. Corona Light, 24. Guinness, 25. Milwaukee's Best Ice is 26. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh. 27, Bud Light Platinum. I, did That's they, still I, did, a thing? They still make Bud Light Platinum? Wow. Uh, I didn't know that was still a thing. Twenty-eight is Bud Light Lime. Twenty. That's that list got to be old because that that's no, it's from June. That's popular. People buy Bud Light. I I look at them like what? Buy buy a Corona and put a lime in it. Oranges surpass lime. Barrels shipped in two thousand eighteen was seven hundred thousand of Bud Light Lime. Oh, so we're talking draft beer. It might be just draft. Okay. That explains why Pacifico is not showing up because that's pretty popular. I think it's not just draft, though. Have you ever seen Natty Light on draft? 
How is that so high on the list? Yeah. You make a it good can't point. just be draft. I don't know. I mean, maybe it probably combines barrels yeah. as total. Has you have to, to be. beer it in a, you brew it in a barrel, Has and then it combined. gets poured into yeah. something. Uh, Twenty nine Tecate, thirty Miller Genuine Draft, thirty one Milwaukee's Best Light. Boy, I'm looking well, at this can of Ice House here. <laughs> does it look good? It looks like what you would think something called Ice House is. Look at that. It <laughs> looks actually familiar. It looks cheap as hell. Why. I don't know, man. I can't. Just give me Pacifico. That's number one in my heart and my liver. You don't really drink beer, though. Where does Boulevard? I drink, drink Pacifico though? like crazy. Yeah. What the heck? How did Bo- how did how did Boulevard not make that list? Let's it's go. regional. We'll get. Oh, yeah. we'll it's get the Yingling of the Plains. Boulevard's expanding. Do you think that they could trademark that as a? A slogan, Yingling of the Plains. <laughs> be pretty good I don't think you could trademark something with another company's name in it. But, like, the regions probably don't overlap, and they'd probably, it'd be funny. I'm not, I'm not arguing that. Some marketing guy. They should do a crossover. Should do it. Uh, what? A crossover. That's a big thing up in uh, with the brewers in Fort Collins. They'll do, like, a fat tire, but they'll combine it with another brewery and do a combined one. They it's combined- really interesting. A combined beer, like two it's like, beers in a It's like one. when in wrestling, two wrestlers <laughs> team up and they make a tag team. I don't think combining a yingling and a boulevard wheat would be well, good. Well, not, no, that's not what it is. They don't is. mix them. They, they take the essence of what make, you know, whatever the hops are. Okay, well, that's what I was that, asking. And, and brew a new beer out of the essences of the two beers. It's when one beer and a mommy beer. <laughs> they meet, Riley. They meet. And they, they love each other they very much. have a baby much. beer. Good Christ. Uh, what was the last song you sang along to? Oh, uh, just this morning. Trying to think of the last one I listened to before I got to the office. That would have been uh, Rednecker by Hardy. Also, Heartache Medication by John Party. He's about to drop that album. Uh, uh, I'm a big John Party fan. It's going to slap. Last one I sang along to, it was, I don't know. I mean, I sing along to a lot of stuff. Not well. You know what you can sing along to tonight at 11 p.m.? What? Uh, Nick Walsh's new single. Is it coming at 11? Yep. Was it beer? Beer beer clock, beer time. Hold on. He had it on his Instagram today. Beer time. Beer. If you haven't heard Nick Walsh's song, uh, Heartbreak Town. Beer Somewhere. It beer drops somewhere. at 11 p.m. If you haven't heard his first single, you know, it's it's what a new artist is. They really single. It doesn't go anywhere. But it establishes them in the market. Go listen to, if you're into country, go listen to Harper. If, if you're not into country, go listen it's to It's a good song. It's really well. Nick's got something going on. Honey, you ain't left one hell of a dead on this so hard. Going out of my mind, out of my head, going way too far. Unfortunately, my real answer was on the way over here. It was Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Dude. <laughs> okay, that song came out, what, in 2017, according to iTunes. What? How are we just finding it? If you funny how that works? Sometimes? If you look it up, it came out in 2017. How, how songs, some DJs somewhere started playing it, and then another place started playing it, and it just took off. Because I had not heard it until I was listening to ESPN one day, and that was their bump music coming back. And I was like, what is this song? So I looked it up by the lyrics, and I'm like, this is so old. I think the first time I heard it was on the way to Big 12 Media Days, and then I came back, and then just on regular radio, because we listened to Hits 1 nonstop. <laughs> For eight hours. <laughs> um, and then it was like everywhere, and I'm like, whoa, that was quicker than I anticipated. But... What I wish my last song was was uh, No Shoes, No Shirt, No Service. Oh, no. It says 2019. Never mind. That's my, that's my favorite song. I make song. fun of my Kenny Chesney. iTunes definitely. Wait. Now Wikipedia is saying 2017. Uh, iTunes here says 2017. Is, but what just you look just, up Wikipedia. Well, Wikipedia says Wikipedia. 2017. There you go. September 19th, 2017. Well, so it's making a comeback for its two-year anniversary. I like it. 
It's such a good song. I think that's maybe around Lizzo got f- popular or something between then and now. Let me ask a really uh, old man question: Is Lizzo a female or guy? It is a female. She is a female. <laughs> it is a female. <laughs> okay. It isn't it. It's 2019 now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Probably Eric Church was the artist I sang along. I'm, I've been listening to a lot of uh, uh, country hits on Amazon. Luke Combs wrote a song for Angry Birds 2 movie. Oh, my God. It's so good. What is it? It's uh, Let's don't, Just Be Friends. Let's Just Smash Those Pigs. Yeah. Don't don't Crap on My Window. <laughs> How is there one Angry Bird movie, let alone, let alone two? I thought the same thing when I saw the the ad. What? There's another one? I feel like they made the first one right at the you know the right time. Angry Angry Birds popular game it faded, but Sound the movie right must back. have did like really good. And they're like, let's greenlight a second one, and, and now it's ready. And it's like, yeah, we're not a thing anymore. The app is about to be a dollar ninety nine, and everybody will buy it. <laughs> Um, what is the best downtown bar? Oh. Don't you have to go with Finn's Pub? It's really the only, <laughs> it's the only true bar. In the last few weeks of the semester, last spring, my friends were like, hey, you want to go to Finn's with us before we leave? And I'm like, what in the hell is Finn's? I had no, I've never heard, heard of it. They're like, oh, come here. I was like, well, this is a place. It's gone from a total dive to actually being cleaned up and it's nicer now. Do they sell alcohol at AJ's? Yeah. Okay. I'd never. Whenever we get AJ's Pizza, it's from Hilo. So not a, not a bar though. Well, I'm I'm a bourbon guy, so bourbon and Baker's great. Mm-hmm. Go in there and just get a really nice bourbon. Um, you know, martinis at Harry's always works. But the wine dive. If you're into wine, you got to go there. But if you just want to get a half price app and drink dollar margaritas, it's Applebee's. <laughs> You're living right if you're at Applebee's with a half-price margaritas. Not even half-price. They make them in a five-gallon barrel. There's a 50% chance that the guy next to the bar is a copy sales, copy machine salesman. It's sad because I think Zach might have actually done it. I've never actually, I've <laughs> I had never a, actually drank I had Applebee's. a buddy who was in sales that would go to Applebee's all over the country for half-price, not all, all over the Midwest for half-price margaritas. This is a running joke. Dude, they're, the, the monthly deals that Applebee's does in their little jugs is a joke. Because we went to, it was Dollar Long Islands one one year, one month of a year. And, There's 12 of them, by yeah. the way. And this is not me trying to be like, oh, I have a big liver. I, I had three, and I there's didn't no feel a thing. Yeah, there's no alcohol. One shot per five gallons, I think. It's absurd. <laughs> I spent more on food than I did on three Long Island iced teas. That's hard to not make strong, because it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's alcohol with a splash of Coke. Want to go drink at Chili's tonight? <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. Chili's baby back ribs. Barbecue sauce. Chili's baby back ribs. Chili's baby back ribs. Barbecue sauce. Do they have any specials? I don't know. We we've eaten we've eaten chilies so many times. We need to use our app, uh, our free appetizers at. Roadhouse. I used like three of them already, and we you still guys. have a lot. <laughs> you guys, if you're coming to town and you're doing a little pub crawl, Finn's Pub has to be on your pub crawl. It does. Are we done? No, we got one oh, more. These poor listeners. There's nobody listening. <laughs> well, it's Friday, and they're like, oh, I'm going to shoot myself. Will there still be road construction for the in town of course. for the first game? Of oh, course there will. Sad, works. but yeah. I can't believe Manhattan's going to be closed next week. That's going to be a zoo. That's a perfect point. Why? Why are you closing main roads? And not having them open by the time school starts. I apologize to all the freshmen out there who are going to have the worst experience of their life. Moving day already sucked. Thank God it's over. Thank God it's thrilled. Stressed and worn out, and I put strain on all my relationships. And I don't know what the future holds, and it's. It's been a long time since we did a an overtime that counted, that had substance, stuff in it. 
So here's my thing now is in the past at the overtime was done, I just go put it up. The ancient past, I'd spend hours trying to dress it up with sound effects. I've got to spend a lot of time trying to dress this thing up. Thanks for listening, both of you that are still with us. We're sponsored by The Fridge. This has been the PowerCat Podcast Overtime as we rebrand every podcast into something different to confuse the hell out of you. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.